You are listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist Broadcast with our radio host, Dr. K. Daniel Freed. Over the next few weeks, we will be listening to excerpts of powerful preaching and singing from our national conference, which always takes place the week before Memorial Day. We pray that these live recordings will be a blessing and a help to you as you seek truth and a closer walk with God in these days of uncertainty. And now, here is our broadcast for today. I'm glad to be here, amen, whether from the mountains or the flatlands. I'm, I'm enjoying Georgia. It's a little hot down here, but uh, anyway, we love you and appreciate you. All right, Deuteronomy chapter number 32, verse number 7. The Bible said, remember the days of old, consider the years of many generations. It us good to always go back in remembrance. You ought to underscore that in your Bible, how many times God is asking us to remember, remember, Old and New Testament. But he said, remember the, old, the days of old, consider the years of many generations. Ask thy father, and he will show thee thy elders, and they will tell thee. When the Most High divided to the nations their inheritance, when he separated the sons of Adam, he set the bounds of the people according to the number of the children of Israel. For the Lord's portion is his people. Jacob is the lot of his inheritance. He found him in a desert land and in the waste howling wilderness. He led him about. He instructed him. I like this terminology. He kept him as the apple of his eye. Now, if you will turn with me over to the book of Jeremiah. I know it's a little troubling sometimes to turn while you're standing, but Jeremiah chapter number 31 is where I feel like God would have me to step into here for a few minutes this afternoon, and then I'll get out of the way. When the light goes red, I'll just quit. The Bible said here, he said in verse number 10 of Jeremiah, let's, uh, for sake of time, let me step down to verse 15. And he said this, Thus saith the Lord, a voice was heard in Ramah, lamentation and bitter weeping, Rahel weeping for her children, refused to be comforted for her children because they were not. Thus saith the Lord, refrain thy voice from weeping and thine eyes from tears, for thy work shall be rewarded. Saith the Lord, and they shall come again from the land of the enemy. And there is hope in thine end, saith the Lord, that thy children shall come again under their own border. Father, thank you for this humbling and wonderful privilege to stand where we stand at the Hope of Israel meeting. Lord, I realize how little I am and how much nothingness I really have to offer. But Lord, I realize it'll be you that does anything worthwhile anyhow. I ask you, God, to grant me liberty now to preach and the ability to deliver what you've laid upon my heart. May it be a help and encouragement to all of you people here this afternoon. And we'll thank you and give you all the praise for everything done. And it's in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thank you for standing. You can be seated. I I want to notice here, back in Deuteronomy, and I'll say this uh, very quickly, you'll find the, the beautiful story of all stories. It is a, there, there's no other story on earth greater than the story of Israel. 
In fact, everything, everything, all that God has ever revealed to humanity about himself and what his desire for man is to do, or to do has been funneled down through a nation known as Israel. I appreciate this nation. That's why it's important to understand the, the, the satanic assault and attack, everything that Satan is out to do is still kill and destroy what God has set into place. He tries to bring about through confusion and chaos and all kinds of issues and avenues. Uh, the, he tries to bring down the destruction or through destruction the things before man that God has instituted to be a stronghold and to be right. Now, when you look in Jeremiah chapter number 31... If you back up in verse number 10, I want to say this. I'll, I'll come back down and catch my text very quickly here. I think about this story, and we know a story is basically, it's a verbal narration, it's a recital, it's a written narrative of a series of facts or events. A story, in an essence, is the description of any one thing or someone who has ever been in existence. You and I sitting here today will have a story to tell. The story may not be over, but a story has been started. And when your body and mind lays in a casket someday, there will be others who will tell the story of the testimony and the influence you and I had in our lifetime. Stories can sometimes be long, sometimes they're short. But they all start with a beginning and they usually end with a period. We understand in this short amount of life span, for example, I have a life story and the Lord holds my end. As it is appointed unto men once to die and after this the judgment. I don't know when it is, but God has all of that taken care of. I'm just glad I don't have to fear that appointment. Amen. And so when you look at this and understand that a story is basically... it. it, it centers around a, or, or wraps around a particular subject. And everything built in that story, usually a story will, it'll, it'll present itself and then it leaves you to ask the who's, the what's, the where's, and the how's, and why, and all of that. And so the story is built upon descriptions of that subject and where it began. In fact, quite often we put our stories into books. And that book, in order to be able to dissect and break it down for easier understanding and interpretation, then we'll break it down into chapters. And there, there are chapters. We can say in the human experience, there's the infancy chapter, and then there's the toddler chapter. And then, I mean, you go back through your baby pictures and all of that, many times they're broken down into childhood, and then teenage, and then young adult, and then your marriage, and all that. These are distinct periods of time and it makes it easier to break in and begin to decipher and understand. Well, I could go on and on forever with that, but you get what I'm saying. In other words, everything that has an existence will always have a story to tell. But every story would not be impossible 
if it were not for a chief story, and it's the story of Israel. And it's an amazing thing. We talk about our churches. We would have no church. We'd be no part of a church had it not been for God's dealings through a nation of Israel. From whence would have come our Master, our Savior, our Messiah. The Messiah of Israel came unto His own. His own received Him not. But I'm glad He so loved the world. Amen. I'm glad He died not for a few, but for whosoever will. I'm glad He died for all. And His love but he came, that, that cross of Calvary. We realize everything that was done, it led up and is all a part of a story known as the history of Israel. This is where I'm trying to hurry because there are so many points and that you can look into with this particular thought. But I'll, I'll break it down. I'm just going to deal with one little point here in just a moment. But let me give you four for just a short point in the series here this afternoon. First of all, how would we ever know the heathen nations, for example? Every heathen nation is a polytheistic nation. They, you always find little g-gods everywhere. They build up gods. They've got all kinds of gods and goddesses, and they worship just about anything and everything. But we understand that Israel was a monotheistic God. He, the God of Israel, they knew He was God. He, they, in fact, God introduced Himself as God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. One God, though, and He come unto His own. And He reached out to a lost and dying world. When He created man in the Garden of Eden, He created man in the likeness of His own image. And there He was created for the purpose... And a, and a desire and a, with a willing heart to be able to return his love back in it to, unto God. In other words, a reciprocating love, not a robotic or a mechanical love, but to have the same characteristics, the same emotions, the same desires as God. That's why when God came, the voice of God came and walked in the garden of a day, he didn't come to walk the dog. He didn't come to walk the cat. He came to walk with man. And that fellowship that he had, and he put man in charge of everything in the garden. And so it's a, it's a beautiful picture of how that God just desired of all the creation, nothing was as beautiful and precious and dear unto him as was mankind. But then, of course, we understand the fall and through temptation. And that's what we find in Deuteronomy chapter number 32 where we find that we, we find a, a chronological step down in a very short version of from Adam all the way down, how that God, from the time that Adam sinned against God and, uh, and, and the great fall came, man would be utter, beginning his journey to the graveyard. From that point on, sin had entered in and now death passed upon all men. Instead of God just annihilating man, God just built a trail that would come and work its way right on down through mankind and it'll end up with eternal joy and bliss. 
now. Let me say, we, we, we tend in these finite minds just to lump everything into just a short little fragmented piece of time known as our lifespan. But it's quite an amazing thing to sit down and study. There's not a man in this building that'll ever exhaust the pages of this precious book. The Word of God is inexhaustible and God can feed you and, and grow you and, and show you things every day of your life and make it new and fresh to you. And so as we study the Word of God, we begin to see the fingerprints and the footprints of God as He walks among man. But I'll say this, God has chosen, and I don't have time to get into all the different verses of Scripture and all of that tonight, but he cho- or today, but He chose this nation Israel because through the faithfulness of a man by the name of Abraham. You understand and you realize that through, through faithfulness. And I, I, there's one lesson I just want to point out. God will bless faithfulness. Amen. Abraham is a friend of God. Israel's not always been a friend of God, but they enjoy the blessings of Abraham's faithfulness. Amen. And the covenant made. And nations can still enjoy the blessings of God. They bless them that bless thee, curse them that curse thee. It's what he promised and covenanted unto Abraham. Now, let me go on and, and, and say this. Through the nation of Israel... We learn a whole lot about the Lord and the power that He had. Remember with the Philistine God, Dagon? Remember the Ark of the Covenant when it was brought in? The Ark of the Covenant wasn't the Lord. It just represented His holiness. Amen. And it held the, the law of God. And they brought that thing in and placed it in the midst of that, that building. Every morning, Dagon's head would be laying on the ground. You are listening to portions of the Hope of Israel National Conference, which takes place each year the week before Memorial Day. This is a prophecy meeting with an old-time revival spirit as Bible-believing Christians from around the country gather together to stand with Israel. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16, the Word of God tells us, For the Lord Himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. The world will desperately seek for a wild explanation of why this has happened, but if you are left behind because of rejection of Christ, it will be too late for you. It is our hope and prayer that you will seek the Lord while He may be found, and that you'll call upon Him while He is near. If you do not have the peace of God that passes all understanding, or if you have questions, would you please call us? Our number is 844-644-4426. We strive to keep the phone lines open and we would love to speak with you. If you would like a copy of today's message, you can call that same number, 844-644-4426. Once again, that is 844-644-4426.